1: Greenie with Mike
0: Greenberg, the podcast. The next 48 hours are going to be absolutely fascinating in the National Football League. It is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus, not to mention on your smart speaker as well, presented by Progressive Insurance, Christopher Davidson Canty. What's going on, big fella? We going up
1: on a Tuesday. We are. Football season is upon us. We're not only talking about teams being in training camp calling. In, now they're putting the pads on. Yeah. This is when the real football starts.
0: Yeah. When, you, I, start, I, when you start hearing that click-clack. That's what it's about. I got to stop hearing about quarterbacks going seven for nine in non-contact drills. Yeah, who cares about what the quarterback <laughs> is doing in practice, man? It's practice. Whether it's good, whether it's bad, it's just practice.
1: It's getting you ready to play week one of the NFL season. I don't care about anything I hear about practice in the preseason i honestly don't care about performance in games what in are we preseason. talking about
0: i just want to see people hmm. get to the regular season healthy and ready to roll well we've got plenty of that during the course of the show today we'll also get into a little bit of the trade deadline as well but as you would imagine we roll at one place
2: here we go, go, go! only one place to start
0: and that so we have is an have with... enormous break oh sorry My bad on the Deshaun Watson thing. The the issue with Deshaun Watson continues to play out. And over the next 48 hours, we will find out if the NFL is going to go ahead and appeal the decision of Judge Sue Robinson yesterday that Watson should get suspended for six games. I don't think this can be repeated enough, Chris. And that is the thing that everybody has to remember – Is that the NFL presented four of the cases and she made her decision based off of the four cases that the league presented. And now the league can appeal her decision in terms of what the actual length of the suspension is. And it is up to Roger Goodell or it is up to somebody that he designates to decide uh, what that suspension should be if the league chooses to appeal. Chris, at first, it took me a while to really decide what they should do in this instance, but there's absolutely no question in my mind at this point that there is so very little for the league to lose if they go ahead and appeal this right now. They absolutely
1: should do it. Well, that's what's going to make this an interesting show because I am on the opposite end of the spectrum, my friend. I think there's a lot to lose for Roger Goodell in the NFL League office, and let me explain that to you. First of all, we're talking about the NFL presenting four of the accusers' testimony, not 25. OK, that 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 is something that we have to be mindful when we're having this discussion, because that's what Judge Robinson based her conclusions on the evidence that the NFL presented about what Deshaun Watson did and his behavior in those four particular instances. Now, when it comes to the overall process itself, this is the first time that this jointly appointed disciplinary officer is having an opportunity to rule. This is somebody that was put in place by both the NFL and the NFLPA, a former federal judge who is the only party, when we consider all the actors in this, that is objective. There is no agenda for Sue Robinson other than getting it right in terms of the punishment to serve as a deterrent for Watson and the rest of the players and the rest of the employees of the National Football League, not to mention ownership. When it comes to Roger Goodell, we know what the agenda is for the NFL. It's about business. It's about making sure that in the court of public opinion, they're viewed as caring about women's issues. For the NFLPA, for Jeffrey Kessler, this is about not only Deshaun Watson, but protecting players that could potentially run afoul of the personal conduct policy in the future. So again, when it comes back to the decision that Judd Robinson made yesterday, she's the only objective party in all of this. And she is considering the personal conduct policy that was written in the wake of Ray Rice and also how it's been applied since then. And that's what she based her decision on. Carlin, I don't have the capacity to parse through all of these different issues, all of these different cases. What I will say is, when it comes to who I have the most faith in to get this situation, to get this decision right, I give the benefit of the doubt to Judge Robinson over Goodell and over the NFLPA and Deshaun Watson. But that's just me.
0: Look, I get that too. You want to have somebody in there. The league wanted to get it out of their hands to a degree of making a decision on discipline moving forward. And and frankly, the players wanted that as well. And let's be clear, had Judge Robinson ruled that Deshaun Watson did nothing wrong and there was no any sort of uh, impropriety here whatsoever, the league could not have appealed that. That would have been it. It would have been over. So the only thing that the league can appeal here is what the actual suspension is. Chris, honestly, when I look at it, number one, it's the right thing to do to appeal it, just overall. That's the most important thing. Mm. Number two, it's showing that you care about women. Based on of what's happened over the last several years. So now you, we, you don't care about women, no Carl. I know. They've proven that they don't care about women. All you have to do is what happened with Robert Kraft,
1: the owner of the New England Patriots, when he got caught up in a sex trafficking sting. They didn't punish him. There was no discipline. There was no fine. They've proven they don't care about women when they gave Dan Snyder... The owner of the Washington Commanders would amounted to a slap on the wrist, and don't get started on the Dallas Cowboys and all of their issues with Jerry Jones and Rich Dalrymple. There hadn't been any discipline in those in those cases. Now, Rich Dalrymple was let go by the Dallas Cowboys, but there hadn't been any fines toward the club. All of those different things that that, that those fall under the, the the umbrella of women's issues that the NFL has been negligent in terms of trying to deal with in, ter- in terms of trying to make sure that they have discipline, they have punishment that is fitting in terms of deterring those types of behaviors in the future. So there is a level of hypocrisy when it comes to how they apply the personal conduct policy, and that was the crux of the case that was made by the NFLPA. So regardless of what kind of discipline is imposed by Roger Goodell in the league office, should they choose to appeal Judge Robinson's ruling, it's still obvious that they only care about women's issues when it applies to the players, not when it applies to the owners. Well, and there's a level of hypocrisy in that, calling, and I don't think that that's something
0: that we can gloss over. I, I'd argue, I wouldn't gloss over it either. And I, I think everything about what you say there is accurate. But in the, it, with the exception at the end of, you know, they only apply it when it comes to the players. Well, they've screwed that up before, too. They've screwed it up on how they've applied it to players before. They, they screwed shoot. it up with Ray Rice, Carly. Yeah. They screwed
1: it up with Ray Rice. Listen, man, I was with the Baltimore Ravens in 2014. Yeah. I was in that locker room. I talked to the media. I answered those questions. But more importantly, I talked to my teammates. I talked to people in the front office. And I remember when general manager Ozzie Newsome came out and he said, in the meeting that happened between Goodell, league officials in the league office, where Dick Cass, the team president, and Ozzie Newsom, the general manager, were present, he said Ray Rice did not lie about what happened in that elevator at that casino in Atlantic City. The NFL knew what happened, and even yep. though Goodell didn't watch the videotape himself, there were people in the league office that knew what was on the videotape, and they only chose to suspend them two games. It didn't change until everybody else in the world saw the videotape. They put their finger in the wind. They see which way it was blowing in terms of the court of the public opinion. The Ravens were forced to cut Ray Rice, and he never played in the NFL again. But the NFL bungled that, and that's why I can't trust that if the league office decides to appeal this decision, that they are going to be fair, and they are going to be objective in it. They're not going to do that. They're going to do what's in the best interest of their business model, and that's not, what, that's not the same thing as doing what's in the best interest
0: of women and, and in terms of deterring these types of behaviors oh, in oh, our society. Oh, okay, Chris, but the, the problem here is this. If they just sit and say, okay, this is good, let's move on from it, and count on fans being apathetic toward this situation and just tired of hearing about it, what message does that send? I mean they listen they're in a no win there because that's they put, my point because, that's that's my point okay because they, they, have, put themselves and, there. they have absolutely put themselves yeah. there but they have to do it from that standpoint they have to show that at least they're moving in that direction let me rephrase it then and then there's a couple of other things here too this was a process that was collectively bargained yes if they did not want the power to overturn something like this on their own terms why did they make sure that they had it? Why, why did they collectively bargain it in there that Roger Goodell would ultimately be the guy who would decide on a potential appeal? Chris, if they go and appeal this even further, mm. the league is not going to lose a dollar. They are well, going didn't to lose a dollar after Ray Rice. No, so I, that's not surprising. No, and if there, so my point is, if the only thing that is keeping you from appealing this is having this continue to be a story, that's not a good enough reason. Because just having it be a story... Is not going to ruin your 2022 season, and you're yeah. not going to be talking about it every single week. Yes, Carlin. I hear where you're coming from
1: with that, but if, if they appeal it and they levy a much more significant suspension, now you're talking about the NFLPA and Deshaun Watson going into federal court. Well, I'll deal and with that, that. I'll let no, him no, look no, like no, the bad guy. No, you'd be willing to deal with that. Are the other 31 owners willing to deal with that? Damn it, He's no, going to no, look like no, the bad no, guy. No, no, no. No, no. no. Deshaun Watson's going to look
0: like the bad guy compared to the 31 other owners? In this instance, if hey. he's continuing to push it, I, I, as you opposed know, to getting over it, con- he'll be, look like the He'd bad be guy.
1: continuing to push it, but it comes to the application of the personal conduct policy. That's what we always have to come back to. Yep. And so if you're talking about dragging some of those other owners that have ran afoul of that same policy that haven't been punished, I'm not sure that that ends up being the result that the NFL is looking for. Because we got to remember, Roger Goodell got bosses in this, too. All right, so that's the part where I think it could get sticky for the NFL because owners don't want to be deposed. Owners don't want to be dragged into court because they ultimately know they would have something to lose. So I get from a credibility standpoint it making sense for them to appeal it, but there are more layers to the appeal – than people are giving credit for. I, this is not over once the NFL decides they're going to appeal it. No, it's not. It's not over. It's not over if they decide that they're going to impose a significantly harsher suspension toward Deshaun Watson. And again, it creates more drama, more of a cloud over the season. I just don't think it. I don't think the juice is worth the squeeze for the NFL in terms of what there is to gain from appealing.
0: And it. I can't. I can't believe for a moment that they have anything. They have any choice but to appeal it at mm. this point. So. As you can tell, we got a lot to discuss in regards to this. There is so much to consider. Roger Goodell's long-term legacy and how exactly they need to move forward in not just handling Deshaun Watson, but how the owners are going to be held to a different standard. Because that's something that the league actually has to put out there and start to put some weight behind it. It's all there, but we also, more importantly, want to get your reaction to this as well at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888 3776 Should the league at this point appeal it, or is it time to just move on? Was it a fair punishment? All of that is on the table for you at 888-SAY-ESPN, eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. So what are people around the league saying about what's going on behind closed doors? One of our insiders will tell us next. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny, We are presented by Progressive Insurance, a triple threat of protection with home, auto, and more. Visit Progressive.com. Oh, line them up. We're fired up. Let's roll. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio.
3: eligible items only exclusions apply for the ones who get it done Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions plus their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility
4: safe and your people safer call clickranger.com or just stop by this show is sponsored by better we all carry around different stressors i do you do we all do
0: Greeny, the podcast. The next 48 hours are going to be absolutely fascinating in the National Football League. It is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus, not to mention on your smart speaker as well, presented by Progressive Insurance, Christopher Davidson Canty. What's going on, big fella? We going up on a Tuesday. We are.
1: Football season is upon us. We're not only talking about teams being in training camp, Carlin. Now they're putting the pads on.
0: Yeah, this is when the real football starts.
1: Yeah, when you and start I, when you start
0: hearing that click clack, that's what it's about. I got to stop hearing about quarterbacks going seven for nine in non contact drills. Yeah, who cares about <laughs> what the quarterback is doing in practice, man? It's
1: practice. Whether it's good, whether it's bad, it's just practice. It's getting you ready to play week one of the NFL season. I don't care about anything I hear about practice in the preseason. I honestly don't care about performance in games. What in the are we preseason. talking about? I just want to see people Hmm. get
0: to the regular season healthy and ready to roll. Well, we've got plenty of that during the course of the show today. We'll also get into a little bit of the trade deadline as well. But as you would imagine, we roll at one place. Here we go! Go, go.
2: Only one place to start.
0: And We have enormous break. Oh, sorry. my bad on the Deshaun Watson thing. The, The issue with Deshaun Watson continues to play out. And... Over the next 48 hours, we will find out if the NFL is going to go ahead and appeal the decision of Judge Sue Robinson yesterday that Watson should get suspended for six games. I don't think this can be repeated enough, Chris. And that is the thing that everybody has to remember is that the NFL presented four of the cases and she made her decision based off of the four cases that the league Presented, And now the league can appeal her decision in terms of what the actual length of the suspension is. And it is up to Roger Goodell or it is up to somebody that he designates to decide uh, what that suspension should be if the league chooses to appeal. Chris, I, I, at first, it took me a while to really decide what they should do in this instance. But there's absolutely no question in my mind at this point that there is so very little for the league to lose if they go ahead and appeal this right now. They absolutely should do it. Well, that's what's going to make this an
1: interesting show because I am on the opposite end of the spectrum, my friend. I think there's a lot to lose for Roger Goodell in the NFL league office. And let me explain that to you. First of all, we're talking about the NFL presenting four of the accusers testimony, not 25. OK, that 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 is something that we have to be mindful when we're having this discussion, because that's what Judge Robinson based her conclusions on the evidence that the NFL presented about what Deshaun Watson did and his behavior in those four particular instances. Now, when it comes to the overall process itself, this is the first time that this jointly appointed disciplinary officer is having an opportunity to rule. This is somebody that was put in place by both the NFL and the NFLPA, a former federal judge who is the only party, when we consider all the actors in this, that is objective. There is no agenda for Sue Robinson other than getting it right in terms of the punishment to serve as a deterrent for Watson and the rest of the players and the rest of the employees of the National Football League, not to mention ownership. When it comes to Roger Goodell, we know what the agenda is for the NFL. It's about business. It's about making sure that in the court of public opinion, they're viewed as caring about women's issues. For the NFLPA, for Jeffrey Kessler, this is about not only Deshaun Watson, but protecting players that could potentially run afoul of the personal conduct policy in the future. So again, when it comes back to the decision that Judd Robinson made yesterday, she's the only objective party in all of this. And she is considering the personal conduct policy that was written in the wake of Ray Rice and also how it's been applied since then. And that's what she based her decision on. Carlin, I don't have the capacity to parse through all of these different issues, all of these different cases. What I will say is, when it comes to who I have the most faith in to get this situation, to get this decision right, I give the benefit of the doubt to Judge Robinson over Goodell and over the NFLPA and Deshaun Watson. But that's just me.
0: Look, I get that too. You want to have somebody in there. The league wanted to get it out of their hands to a degree of making a decision on discipline moving forward. And and frankly, the players wanted that as well. And let's be clear, had Judge Robinson ruled that Deshaun Watson did nothing wrong and there was no any sort of uh, impropriety here whatsoever, the league could not have appealed that. That would have been it. It would have been over. So the only thing that the league can appeal here is what the actual suspension is. Chris, honestly, when I look at it, number one, it's the right thing to do to appeal it, just overall. That's the most important thing. Mm. Number two, it's showing that you care about women based on of what's happened over the last several years. So now you, we, you don't care about women, though, Carl. I know. They've proven that they don't care about women.
1: All you have to do is what happened with Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, when he got caught up in a sex trafficking sting. They didn't punish him. There was no discipline. There was no fine. They've proven they don't care about women when they gave Dan Snyder... The owner of the Washington Commanders would amounted to a slap on the wrist. And don't get started on the Dallas Cowboys and all of their issues with Jerry Jones and Rich Dalrymple. There hadn't been any discipline in those in those cases. Now, Rich Dalrymple was let go by the Dallas Cowboys, but there hadn't been any fines toward the club. All of those different things, that, that, that those fall under the, the, the umbrella of women's issues that the NFL has been negligent in terms of trying to deal with, in, ter- in terms of trying to make sure... That they have discipline, they have punishment that is fitting in terms of deterring those types of behaviors in the future. So there is a level of hypocrisy when it comes to how they apply the personal conduct policy. And that was the crux of the case that was made by the NFLPA. So regardless of what kind of discipline is imposed by Roger Goodell in the league office, should they choose to appeal Judge Robinson's ruling, it's still obvious that they only care about women's issues when it applies to the players, not when it applies to the owners. Well, and there's a level of
0: hypocrisy in that calling, and I don't think that that's something that we can gloss over. I, I'd argue, I wouldn't I would gloss over it either. And I, I think everything about what you say there is accurate. But in the, it, with the exception at the end of, you know, they only apply it when it comes to the players. Well, they've screwed that up before, too. They've screwed it up on how they've applied it to players before. They have screwed shoot. it up with Ray Rice, Carly. Yeah. They screwed it up with Ray Rice. Listen, man, I was with the
1: Baltimore Ravens in 2014. Yeah. I was in that locker room. I talked to the media. I answered those questions. But more importantly, I talked to my teammates. I talked to people in the front office. And I remember when general manager Ozzie Newsom came out and he said, in the meeting that happened between Goodell, league officials, in the league office where Dick Cass, the team president, and Ozzie Newsom, the general manager, were present – He said Ray Rice did not lie about what happened in that elevator at that casino in Atlantic City. The NFL knew what happened. And even though Goodell didn't watch the videotape himself, there were people in the league office that knew what was on the videotape. And they only chose to suspend him two games. It didn't change until everybody else in the world saw the videotape. They put their finger in the wind. They see which way it was blowing in terms of the court of the public opinion. The Ravens were forced to cut Ray Rice, and he never played in the NFL again. But the NFL bungled that, and that's why I can't trust that if the league office decides to appeal this decision, that they are going to be fair and they are going to be objective in it. They're not going to do that. They're going to do what's in the best interest of their business model, and that's not, what, that's not the same thing as doing what's in the best interest of women and, and in terms of
0: deterring these types of behaviors oh, in oh, our society. Okay, Chris, but the, the problem here is this. If they just sit and say, okay, this is good, let's move on from it, and count on fans being apathetic toward this situation and just tired of hearing about it, what message does that send? I mean, they listen. They're in a no-win there because that's my put, point. Because, that's that's my point. Okay, because they, they have, put themselves. And, there. They have absolutely put themselves yeah. there. But they have to do it from that standpoint. They have to show that at least they're moving in that direction. Let me rephrase it then. And then there's a couple of other things here too. This was a process that was collectively bargained. Yes. If they did not want the power to overturn something like this on their own terms. Why did they make sure that they had it? Why, why did they collectively bargain it in there that Roger Goodell would ultimately be the guy who would decide on a potential appeal? Chris, if they go and appeal this even further, mm. the league is not going to lose a dollar. They are well, going to lose a dollar after Ray Rice. No, so I, that's not surprising. No, and if the, so my point is, if the only thing that is keeping you from appealing this is having this continue to be a story? That's not a good enough reason. Because a, just having it be a story. Is not going to ruin your 2022 season, and you're yeah. not going to be talking about it every single week. Yes, Carlin, I hear where you're coming from with that, but not if, good if they appeal
1: it and they levy a much more significant suspension, now you're talking about the NFLPA and Deshaun Watson going into federal court. Well, I'll deal and with that, that. I'll let no, him no, look no, like No, the no, bad you, guy. no. You'd be willing to deal with that. Are the other 31 owners willing to deal with that? Damn it, he's no, going to no, look like no, the bad no, guy. No, 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 no. 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 Deshaun Watson's going to look like the bad guy compared to the 31 other owners?
0: In this instance, if he's hey. continuing to push it I, I, as opposed you know, to he'll con- look like the bad guy. He'd be
1: continuing to push it, but it comes to the application of the personal conduct policy. That's what we always have to come back to. Yep. And so if you're talking about dragging some of those other owners that have ran afoul of that same policy that haven't been punished, I'm not sure that that ends up being the result that the NFL is looking for. Because we got to remember, Roger Goodell got bosses in this too. All right, so that's the part where I think it could get sticky for the NFL because owners don't want to be deposed. Owners don't want to be dragged into court because they ultimately know they would have something to lose. So I get from a credibility standpoint it making sense for them to appeal it, but there are more layers to the appeal – than people are giving credit for. This, I, this is not over once the NFL decides they're going to appeal it. No, it's not. It's not over. It's not over if they decide that they're going to impose a significantly harsher suspension toward Deshaun Watson. And again, it creates more drama, more of a cloud over the season. I just don't think it. I don't think the juice is worth the squeeze for the NFL in terms of what there is to gain from appealing.
0: And it. And I can't. I can't believe for a moment that they have anything. They have any choice but to appeal it at mm. this point. So. As you can tell, we got a lot to discuss in regards to this. There is so much to consider. Roger Goodell's long-term legacy and how exactly they need to move forward in not just handling Deshaun Watson, but how the owners are going to be held to a different standard because that's something that the league actually has to put out there and start to put some weight behind it. It's all there. But we also, more importantly, want to get your reaction to this as well at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888 3776 Should the league at this point appeal it, or is it time to just move on? Was it a fair punishment? All of that is on the table for you at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. So what are people around the league saying about what's going on behind closed doors? One of our insiders will tell us next. It's Canty and Carlin in for We are presented by Progressive Insurance, a triple threat of protection with home, auto, and more. Visit Progressive.com. Oh, line them up. We're fired up. Let's roll. Canty and Carlin in for on ESPN Radio.
2: Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
0: Greeny, the podcast.
2: The next 48
0: hours are going to be absolutely fascinating in the National Football League. It is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus, not to mention on your smart speaker as well, presented by Progressive Insurance Christopher Davidson Candy. What's going on, big fella?
1: We going up on a Tuesday. We are. Football season is upon us. We're not only talking about teams being in training camp, Carlin. And- now they're putting the pads on. Yeah, this is when the real football starts.
0: Yeah, when you start, I, when you <laughs> start hearing that click clack, that's what it's about. I got to stop hearing about quarterbacks going seven for nine in non-contact drills. Yeah, who cares about what the quarterback <laughs> is doing in
1: practice, man?
0: It's practice. Whether it's good, whether it's bad, it's
1: just practice. It's getting you ready to play week one of the NFL season. I don't care about anything I hear about practice in the preseason. I honestly don't care about performance in
0: games. What are in the we preseason. talking about? I just want to see people get to the regular season healthy and ready to roll. Well, we've got plenty of that during the course of the show today. We'll also get into a little bit of the trade deadline as well. But as you would imagine, we roll at one place.
2: Here we go. go, go. Only one place to start.
0: So and that we have is with... enormous break. Oh, sorry. my bad on the Deshaun Watson thing. The, the issue with Deshaun Watson continues to play out. And... Over the next 48 hours, we will find out if the NFL is going to go ahead and appeal the decision of Judge Sue Robinson yesterday that Watson should get suspended for six games. I don't think this can be repeated enough, Chris. And that is the thing that everybody has to remember is that the NFL presented four of the cases and she made her decision based off of the four cases that the league Presented. And now the league can appeal her decision in terms of what the actual length of the suspension is. And it is up to Roger Goodell or it is up to somebody that he designates to decide uh, what that suspension should be if the league chooses to appeal. Chris, at first, it took me a while to really decide what they should do in this instance. But there's absolutely no question in my mind at this point that there is so very little for the league to lose if they go ahead and appeal this right now. They
1: absolutely should do it. Well, that's what's going to make this an interesting show because I am on the opposite end of the spectrum, my friend. I think there's a lot to lose for Roger Goodell in the NFL league office. And let me explain that to you. First of all, we're talking about the NFL presenting four of the accusers' testimony, not 25. Okay, that, 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 that is something that we have to be mindful when we're having this discussion because that's what Judge Robinson based her conclusions on, the evidence that the NFL presented about what Deshaun Watson did and his behavior in those four particular instances. Now, when it comes to the overall process itself, this is the first time that this jointly appointed disciplinary officer is having an opportunity to rule. This is somebody that was put in place by both the NFL – and the NFLPA, a former federal judge who is the only party, when we consider all the actors in this, that is objective. There is no agenda for Sue Robinson other than getting it right in terms of the punishment to serve as a deterrent for Watson and the rest of the players and the rest of the employees of the National Football League, not to mention ownership. When it comes to Roger Goodell, we know what the agenda is for the NFL. It's about business. It's about making sure that in the court of public opinion, they're viewed as caring about women's issues. For the NFLPA, for Jeffrey Kessler, this is about not only Deshaun Watson, but protecting players that could potentially run afoul of the personal conduct policy in the future. So again, when it comes back to the decision that Judge Robinson made yesterday, she's the only objective party in all of this. And she is considering the personal conduct policy that was written in the wake of Ray Rice and also how it's been applied since then. And that's what she based her decision on. Carlin, I don't have the capacity to parse through all of these different issues, all of these different cases. What I will say is, when it comes to who I have the most faith in to get this situation, to get this decision right, I give the benefit of the doubt to Judge Robinson over Goodell and over the NFLPA and Deshaun Watson. But that's just me.
0: Look, I get that, too. You want to have somebody in there. The league wanted to get it out of their hints to a degree of making a decision on discipline moving forward. And, and frankly, the players wanted that as well. And let's be clear, had Judge Robinson ruled that Deshaun Watson did nothing wrong and there was no any sort of uh, mis- impropriety here whatsoever, the league could not have appealed that. That would have been it. It would have been over. So, the only thing that the league can appeal here is what the actual suspension is. Chris, honestly, when I look at it, number one, it's the right thing to do to appeal it, just overall. That's the most important thing. Mm. Number two, it's showing that you care about women based on of what's happened over the last several years. now we, you, you don't care about women, though, Carl? I know. They've proven that they don't care about women. All you have to do is what happened with
1: Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, when he got caught up in a sex trafficking sting. They didn't punish him. There was no discipline. There was no fine. They've proven they don't care about women when they gave Dan Snyder... The owner of the Washington Commanders would amounted to a slap on the wrist, and don't get started on the Dallas Cowboys and all of their issues with Jerry Jones and Rich Dalrymple. There hadn't been any discipline in those in those cases. Now, Rich Dalrymple was let go by the Dallas Cowboys, but there hadn't been any fines toward the club. All of those different things that that, that those fall under the, the the umbrella of women's issues that the NFL has been negligent in terms of trying to deal with in ter- in terms of trying to make sure that they have discipline, they have punishment that is fitting in terms of deterring those types of behaviors in the future. So there is a level of hypocrisy when it comes to how they apply the personal conduct policy, and that was the crux of the case that was made by the NFLPA. So regardless of what kind of discipline is imposed by Roger Goodell in the league office, should they choose to appeal Judge Robinson's ruling, it's still obvious that they only care about women's issues when it applies to the players, not when it applies to the owners. Well, and there's a level of hypocrisy in that calling. And I don't think that that's something that we can gloss
0: over. I, I'd argue, I wouldn't gloss over it either. And I, I think everything about what you say there is accurate, but in the, it, with the exception at the end of, you know, they only apply it when it comes to the players. Well, they've screwed that up before too. They've screwed it up on how they've applied it to players before. They haven't they screwed shoot- it up with Ray Rice, Carly. Yeah.
1: They screwed it up with Ray Rice. Listen, man, I was with the Baltimore Ravens in 2014. Yeah. I was in that locker room. I talked to the media. I answered those questions. But more importantly, I talked to my teammates. I talked to people in the front office. And I remember when general manager Ozzie Newsome came out and he said, in the meeting that happened between Goodell, league officials, in the league office – where Dick Cass, the team president, and Ozzie Newsom, the general manager, were present, he said Ray Rice did not lie about what happened in that elevator at that casino in Atlantic City. The NFL knew what happened, and even yep. though Goodell didn't watch the videotape himself, there were people in the league office that knew what was on the videotape, and they only chose to suspend him two games. It didn't change until everybody else in the world saw the videotape. They put their finger in the wind. They see which way it was blowing in terms of the court of the public opinion. The Ravens were forced to cut Ray Rice, and he never played in the NFL again. But the NFL bungled that, and that's why I can't trust that if the league office decides to appeal this decision that they are going to be fair and they are going to be objective in it. They're not going to do that. They're going to do what's in the best interest of their business model And that's not what, that's not the same thing as doing what's in the best
0: interest of women and and in terms of deterring these types of behaviors in our society. Okay, Chris, but the, the problem here is this. If they just sit and say, okay, this is good, let's move on from it and count on fans being apathetic toward this situation and just tired of hearing about it, what message does that send? I mean, they, listen, they're in a no win there. Because that's my put, point. Because, that's, that's my point. Okay, because they, they, have, put themselves and, there. they have absolutely put themselves yeah. there. But they have to do it from that standpoint. They have to show that at least they're moving in that direction. Let me rephrase it then. And then there's a couple of other things here, too. This was a process that was collectively bargained. Yes. If they did not want the power to overturn something like this on their own terms, why did they make sure that they had it? Why, why did they collectively bargain it in there that Roger Goodell would ultimately be the guy who would decide on a potential appeal? Chris, if they go and appeal this even further, mm. the league is not going to lose a dollar. They are well, going to lose a dollar after Ray Rice. No, so w- that's not surprising. No, and if the, so my point is, if the only thing that is keeping you from appealing this is having this continue to be a story, that's not a good enough reason. Because a, just having it be a story is not going to ruin your 2022 season, and you, yeah. you're not going to be talking about it every single week. Yes, Carlin. I hear where
1: you're coming from with that. But not if, good enough. if they appeal it and they levy a much more significant suspension, now you're talking about the NFLPA and Deshaun Watson going into federal court. Well, I'll deal and with that, that. I'll let no, him no, look no, like no, the no, bad you, guy. No, you'd be willing to deal with that. Are the other 31 owners willing to deal with that? Damn it. He's no, going to no, look like no, the bad no, guy. no, 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 no. no. Deshaun Watson's going to look like the bad guy compared to the 31 other owners? In this instance, if he's hey, continuing to push it I, I, as opposed you know, he to getting over con- it, he'll be, look like the bad guy. He'd be continuing to push it, but it comes to the application of the personal conduct policy. That's what we always have to come back to. Yep. And so if you're talking about dragging some of those other owners that have ran afoul of that same policy that haven't been punished, I'm not sure that that ends up being the result that the NFL is looking for. Because we got to remember, Roger Goodell got bosses in this too. All right, so that's the part where I think it could get sticky for the NFL because owners don't want to be deposed. Owners don't want to be dragged into court because they ultimately know they would have something to lose. So I get from a credibility standpoint it making sense for them to appeal it, but there are more layers to the appeal – than people are giving credit for. This I, is not over once the NFL decides they're going to appeal it. No, it's not. It's not over. It's not over if they decide that they're going to impose a significantly harsher suspension toward Deshaun Watson. And again, it creates more drama, more of a cloud over the season. I just don't think it. I don't think the juice is worth the squeeze for the NFL in terms of what there is to gain from appealing.
0: And it. And I can't. I can't believe for a moment that they have anything. They have any choice but to appeal it at mm. this point. So. As you can tell, we got a lot to discuss in regards to this. There is so much to consider. Roger Goodell's long-term legacy and how exactly they need to move forward in not just handling Deshaun Watson, but how the owners are going to be held to a different standard because that's something that the league actually has to put out there and start to put some weight behind it. It's all there. But we also, more importantly, want to get your reaction to this as well at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888 3776 Should the league at this point appeal it? Or is it time to just move on? Was it a fair punishment? All of that is on the table for you at 888-SAY-ESPN, eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. 3776 So what are people around the league saying about what's going on behind closed doors? One of our insiders will tell us next. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny, We are presented by Progressive Insurance, a triple threat of protection with home, auto, and more. Visit Progressive.com. Oh, line them up. We're fired up. Let's roll. Canty and Carlin in for on on ESPN Radio.